Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hill Varsity Club is opening in Omaha this May and is hiring for all hospitality positions. Do you love elevated food, exciting events, and having fun at work? Join our team by applying today at hillvarsityclub.com. Hill Varsity Club will feature a next-level mix of classic sports bar favorites and contemporary creations with indoor and outdoor seating and memorable live events like live music and sports watch parties. We can't wait to grab a burger and a beer HVC this May. Apply for all front or back-of-house positions now at hailvarsityclub.com. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, where food and fitness come to hang out. Nutrition, training, and life. It's all fair game on Meathead Test Kitchen. Welcome to Meathead Test Kitchen, a podcast where we don't encourage you to get away with bullshit. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Hi, I'm Sadie. I'm Sasha. <laughs> Today we're going to talk to you about taking ownership of your domain because you are the only person that has control of it and your shit. So it's important to be comfortable with handling failure and doing so gracefully, which isn't always the easiest thing to do. It really isn't. And like this, this episode isn't dedicated just to fitness. This is just like life shit, which I think like we talk about quite a bit. So it, it'll be good. It'll get, it'll be good. I mean, yeah, <laughs> we, we're everywhere. It's, yeah. it's fitness, it's nutrition, it's food, it's life it's mental health it's swearing at stuff <laughs> lots of swearing at yes. stuff we yes. really like to swear at the things. power of fuck oh it may fuck set you free <laughs> god so great it needs to be on a t-shirt yes okay we've all heard this phrase if you smelt it you dealt it and typically that applies to farts but <laughs> it also applies here because everyone's shit stinks right i mean yeah <laughs> yeah it does an important thing to bring up and realize is that every single person, human being, struggles, period. It's part of the battle of life. We get sick of ourselves, we get fed up, but we also have to accept the fact that some things are not within our control and some things are. We all have scars, we all have battle wounds, we all come from different paths in life, but we also have control over one thing and one thing only, and that is ourselves and our bullshit. This is a relevant topic because I literally just had this conversation with my husband earlier because we got in an argument last night and I went in, you know how it is when you get in an argument, your brain goes into old ways. Mm -hmm. So you just Mm -hmm. are a fucking jerk when you argue with somebody, if you know how to argue with them. That's the danger of getting married to someone. You get real good at knowing how to piss somebody (laughs) off. Or good friends. Yeah. Yeah. You've been with someone for 12 years pushing those buttons. It's real fucking easy. Um, So like we were talking about this earlier and I was like, man, I'm really sorry that I am the fucking way that... I am sometimes and he's like you know what there's nothing you can do about that and it's like kind of but you're right sometimes there's not anything that I can do about it some of that stuff is like learned behaviors it's a learned reaction over time and it's really hard to one recognize that and then well that's the hardest part is recognizing that it's it's a learned behavior but then owning that and being able to accept it whether you like it or not and either grow from it or stay there yeah (laughs) It sucks. Here's your information. Life. What are you going to do with it? Right. That's the, that's the, the end goal there. I mean, the end, the end, 
scenario, I guess is the word. Words. Um, (laughs) You're the one that ends up putting the food in your mouth, not your family or your friends, because they wanted to go out to eat. So when you go places, if you are working on nutrition goals, if you are working on, not everything is an aesthetic goal. We talk Mm -hmm. about that. You know, you're not always looking for the smaller pant size or the smaller number on the scale. You just want to feel better. Well, eating better food will lend to you feeling better. When you make better food choices, your body actually feels better. Mm-hmm. I had fast food two nights in a row a couple weeks ago and wow. Yeah. Was I fucked up? Yeah. It was delicious and I enjoyed of every course. bite of it, but <laughs> wow, was I fucked up the next day. Like don't yeah. don't set yourself up for failure like that. If you know that you have a very specific set of goals in mind right now, make sure that you are drawing out your path so that you can accommodate those. You mm-hmm. can still go be social. Yeah. Maybe have a burger and have a salad instead of having fries. Right. Or get the burger without the bun. Yeah. That saves you like 400 calories. And like, I mean, and you that, can have that for dessert. Yeah. <laughs> it can be dessert or yes. just more toppings on your burger. Yeah. Make room for bacon, everybody. And pickles. <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're the one who also shows up to go to the gym and makes time for the things that you care about. No one else does that for you. You are the master of your own domain. Mm-hmm. So. I see it a lot with myself, and that's why I'm going to say this. I would like always say, find a way, not an excuse, because I am an excuse maker. So part of owning my own bullshit is realizing if I have not progressed in the way that I wanted to, I've got to do inventory on myself because there's something that I am not doing or doing in place of something else. Yep. So... I, I had this conversation with myself the other day because it was, it was my birthday. I didn't feel like working out, but mm-hmm. I came out here anyway. Phil, Phil and I suffered in solidarity together <laughs> the other day in the garage. Sometimes we, you got to do that. We yeah. just both came out here and like looked at each other and I'm just like, I, I don't really feel like doing this today, <laughs> but I'm taking tomorrow off so I can do garden shit. So I have to yes. do it, you know? So yes. I just threw, well, there it is. I threw up a bunch of yeah. shit that I just wanted to do that felt good, right. that I didn't hate, that got me moving. That was that, movement instead of nothing. You know, it's lunges, air squats, leg extensions, RDLs, leg curls, glute pull-throughs, kettlebug dead, or kettlebell dead bugs, and side taps. If you're not watching us on YouTube, you don't know what the <laughs> fuck I'm talking about right now. Uh, again, more incentive to watch us on YouTube. You can actually see the shit that yes. I point to when I say, hey, this thing. And you're like, what? Um, so, you know, just put together a workout that you know you can get through that's not going to kill you and something that you don't hate. As long as yeah. you get out there and you move, that's all that matters. Yes. Like that's even all that matters. going for a walk. Yeah. Like around the block. It's better than not doing anything at all. Yeah. Um, when you don't own your bullshit, it can end up owning you. Like yeah. that's kind of goes back to like your argument with your husband <sighs> or like I have a way of just reacting to things before thinking anything through but I had to start doing inventory on that and realizing that I do that yeah otherwise I was just going to keep doing that and that's an example of your bullshit owning you (laughs) yeah it's and it's hard to change that too because our bullshit is things that we've been doing forever yes yes forever they're they're ingrained behaviors in us and sometimes you have to unlearn behaviors and that shit is tough. It's super tough. Like, okay, example, like are you upset with yourself because you're not going where you expected to be going? 
it's time to get out that MTK bingo card <laughs> because here we go. Consistency. Are you actually eating enough? Are you actually getting enough nutrients that your body needs? Is it time to regroup on your tr- nutrition because you're stuck? Are you pushing yourself? Are you being accountable to yourself? Yeah, those are all really good questions. And if you can't answer yes to all of those, then you're not owning your bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's a tough pill to swallow. But it is. you're not. And we've talked about this a lot before. Consistency is one of the main building blocks of any journey, fitness especially, nutrition especially, but mm-hmm. anything really. If you want to get good at something or if you want to acquire a new skill or a new, you know, not even a new skill. If you just want to learn something, like if you're yeah. reading a book or whatever, like you have to be consistent. You have to keep reading that book to retain right. the rest of the information. You have to keep going to the gym to keep getting those those goals that you're looking for. You need to keep eating better if you don't want to feel like garbage all the time. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert, if your stomach hurts constantly when you wake up in the morning, I bet you there's something that you're eating at night that doesn't agree with you. Or during the day, the day before. Yeah. You know, like... I, I actually had to, I went through that one time. Like I constantly woke up and my stomach was just angry with me. Mm -hmm. So I had to figure out what the hell I was eating that was upsetting my stomach. You know what it was? Sunflower seeds. Really? Because mine is sugar. It's like the sharpness of the seed. Yeah. But it's like little, little stuff like that. Interesting. I've never heard of sunflower seeds messing somebody up like that before. Diverticulitis. Yeah. (laughs) Not fun. Fun. Not fun. For me, it's a sugar. I have a sensitivity to sugar now. The other night, um, it was my birthday, so I got Mm. birthday snacks. Um, I bought an 18-pack of Fruit by the Foot because Fruit by the Foot is my favorite fruit snack ever. And it's a built-in cat toy because it comes on that fucking (laughs) long-ass paper. So my cats will literally chase me around the house as I'm eating a Fruit by the Foot because, you know, you let the paper hang down while you eat it immediately they it's like the I'm the Pied Piper of cats <laughs> I am um but I had like three or four of them and I had a couple cans of soda that day because it was my birthday I was like fuck it I'm not tracking anything I'm gonna yeah. eat anything and everything I want today my birthday I could cry if I want to <laughs> and I cried the next day because my stomach was pissed when right. I woke up after all of that sugar sugar usually isn't that bad for people um, I've apparently developed a sugar intolerance. So yeah. if I get too much of it, it makes my gut bacteria go haywire and that'll send you to shitsville. <laughs> <laughs> um, not fun. I don't recommend it. But, um, I mean, even on my own journey, I've stalled. I've had awesome progress. I've seen no progress. I've gotten really pissed off. I get remotivated. I'm happy with where I'm at. And then I'm mad again. Like it's a cycle. You're all over the place. Yeah. Um, sometimes I just have to sit down. And be real about the shit that I'm actually doing. Write it down. Look at your list of goals. Mm -hmm. More specifically, what am I not doing and why am I not seeing the progress that I want right now? And like more often than not, in my case too, it's been like I've become complacent somewhere. Mm -hmm. I'm not tracking my nutrition. Like for me, I, I need to stay on top of that because it's what helps keep me accountable. That's not the same for everybody, but if I've kind of not being been as consistent as I usually am. That's typically where I start to see why I'm not, I'm, I'm stalled in my progress. Yeah. You can rein it back in a little bit. Yeah. Um, I'm not keeping track of the nutritional benefits of my food more often than not at that point too. All of these things go hand in hand and it's kind of a snowball, a bad one. (laughs) Yeah. Um, or I've stopped thinking about food as fuel altogether. And that's usually where it's almost always for me, my nutrition That's a slippery slope for me. When I quit looking at food as a source of fuel and look at it Mm -hmm. as a source of other things, I totally, 
emotional eating is a real thing, everybody. Yes. Like, fam, that is a thing. Yes. And you're allowed to do it from time to time. We all eat our feelings. Just try not to make it a habit because it can be a slippery fucking slope. Yes. Food is necessary to keep our bodies running. Yes, it can taste good sometimes. However, mm. food shouldn't be your crutch. Yeah. It's just fuel. It is. It's, it gets you from point A to point B and progressing toward your goals. Yeah. Like, that's... <laughs> We put, we as a culture in America put, I I feel like humans as a, as just a, as a species in general, we put a lot of weight on food. Mm -hmm. Um, Because think about it. It's such a cultural like centerpiece of everything. Um, Especially when you go to other countries like here. Yes. Our culture around food is lots of big portion sizes, Mm -hmm. things that are extravagantly over the top steaks that are fucking three pounds. Right. Like. It's not like that in a lot of other countries. Mm -hmm. When the culture around food changes when you leave America, it becomes more of like a family function. It's more of an excuse to get together and hang out. Yeah. Um, The portion sizes aren't nearly as large. The things that go into it are different. Um, It's just the culture surrounding food in America is such a weird, distorted thing. And I feel like we have diet culture to thank for a lot of that. Yeah. Or to swear at for a lot of that more yeah. more accurately, <laughs> fucking diet culture. But it has it has changed how we eat as humans. And if yeah. you look at America versus the rest of the world, you will see that yeah. there is something systematically, fundamentally flawed with how we view food as Americans. Mm-hmm. And we need to change that because I I read a stat the other day that said that seventy percent of adult Americans are overweight. Yeah. Well, and the thing. I feel like food is demonized more often than not. It is. Like, so then that, that, I think that just fucks with people's heads. Makes you want it even more. When something is taboo, you can't, when it's forbidden, I'm like, Ooh, I want that. Yeah, exactly. You want, you want to break the rules. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think also, I mean, it does come down to portion sizes and things like that, but I think that, um, diet culture has really ruined the thought of food. So like, People, I saw on TikTok the other day, uh, this influencer was like, oh, you have to do so many jumping jacks to get to eat that Oreo. And I was like, what are you doing? Eat the fucking Oreo. By, by doing that and, and preaching that to people, it makes them think that they have to earn their food. You should never have to earn your food. You, you need to you eat. Need to eat because <laughs> you want, like, you, you need food to be alive. Yeah. Um, I, I just... I have a really big problem and I don't know how we conquer that. Maybe that's for another day, but like, I just, it really bugs me because I, everybody loves food. Right. But I feel like the, the, the culture you're right around food has one drastically changed over the years, but it's like a demonized thing. Like you have to do this, that, and the other thing in order to be able to enjoy this food. No, you don't just fucking eat the food that, and we've bastardized it too. Like I go on Instagram and I see some of the things that people are making on foodstagram and I'm like, are people actually eating that? Or are you just putting that together so that people can be like, wow, that's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm fucking sorry. We don't need an ice cream burrito. That's got four scoops of ice cream, three things of sprinkles, Wrapped in cotton candy. That doesn't even sound good. No, Do people actually eat that? Like, or does that just exist because it looks good on TikTok and Instagram? Like, it's confusing. That's exactly. Yes, I, I it's do. It's very think. confusing because then you've got the social media. I mean, we could tangent off on this and make it be oh, the rest of the episode. Absolutely. But I think that social media plays a, a big part in that too. Yeah. 
the stupid algorithms go off of what you're looking at. You look at one cotton candy fucking meat, meat and potato ice cream burrito, and now that's all that's thrown in your Damn face. It. Now I just want to fucking. <laughs> now I just want Taco John's. You said meat and potato burrito. Shit. Potato lays extra oh, seasoning six, with a side of cheese and sour cream. Six pack and a pound, yeah. motherfuckers. <laughs> um, the other thing is, like, besides food, because we could riff on food all oh day gosh. the good, the bad, the indifferent. Are you actually pushing yourself? Are you mm. really? Yeah. Are, be honest with yourself. Do you feel like you are actually challenging yourself? That's a tough conversation to have sometimes because yep. we would all like to think that every day of our lives that we are continually growing as human beings and continually challenging ourselves and pushing our limits. Mm-hmm. We're not. We are human. We love complacency. So <laughs> <laughs> it's true though. You didn't come here for us to lie to you. <laughs> no, I, I mean, we don't. We, we love complacency. We love comfort. Comfort is something that humans love more than I feel. Maybe cats. Maybe cats are the only thing that enjoy comfort more than human beings. However, like when I have a program for a while and I've been doing it for weeks and months and whatever, and I've done it a a couple of times through, I get bored. So that's when I have to be like, okay, am I really pushing myself? Am I doing the things I want to do right now? Okay, yes, I am. Well, then I need to change the strategy around the workout because the movements are fine. It's how they're, how they're arranged that I was just not doing it for me. Mm-hmm. You can get bored. It's fine. You're allowed to get bored. Yes. It's going to happen. Yes. When you've been doing something like this for five, six, seven, eight, 10, 15, 20 years, you're going to get bored. Mm. And that's why we talk about how your goals can change because that's just the natural progression of things. Yep. If you asked me six weeks ago what my goal was going to be, I was going to tell you I was going to get ripped like Jesus because we've got a photo shoot coming up in June, which I'm still going to do. However, now I've also got market to market on my plate, so I can't really do a bodybuilding plan and learn how to run a 10K. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so my, my plans are shifting a little bit, and that's okay. You know what? It's probably good for me. It's going to push me out of my comfort zone. It's going to make me work on something that I'm not very good at, and it's going to be good for me altogether. This is how you win. Look at things like, oh, that's hard. I don't know how to do it. Flip it and be like, this is why it benefits me. We talked about this last week. Yes. Again, we're going to cover it because it's important. Flip the script. This is where your grit and your mental fortitude come together to be homies. Mm -hmm. And that's Mm -hmm. how you win. That's how you get across that finish line. That's how you smash your goals. That's how you fucking rocket life. It's it's the Sasha stop sign. Like when you when those negative thoughts like start coming <laughs> in, just like, stop. stop. Um, <laughs> in the name of love, um, a lot sorry. of times if you just, if you just <laughs> change your mindset around it, it you will be you will surprise yourself at the impact it has on pushing through shit. Yeah, if you can actually just talk yourself into starting, you'll be amazed at what happens when you're done. Oh my God. Yeah. You just have to convince yourself to fucking start. Yep. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. Uh, We talk a lot about taking care of your brain muscle here on MTK, and we would like to talk a little bit more about how BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, can help you if you're looking for counseling online. It's super convenient. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It is not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It is professional counseling done securely online. It's amazing. I've signed up for it myself. Um, I think that it's super important, especially given the things that we've all had to deal with in the last year to address some of your issues if you're having some. Um, And BetterHelp can definitely assist you with that. 
Um, you can log on to your account at any time and send a message to your counselor. You get timely and thoughtful responses. Plus, you can schedule a weekly video or phone session. So you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room. No one likes those um, waiting for traditional therapy. BetterHelp, that's H-E-L-P, is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches. So they make it easy and free to change counselors if the one that you found just isn't working out for you. Uh, we've talked about that before, too. Finding the right counselor that fits for you to be comfortable with, to talk to, um, and talk through some things, it's super important. It's also more affordable than traditional offline counseling, and financial aid is also available. BetterHelp wants to help you start living a happier life today. You can visit their website and read their testimonials that are posted daily. That's www.betterhelp.com slash reviews. And today you can visit betterhelp.com, that's H-E-L-P, slash MTK, um, and you'll get a special offer just by being a listener of Meathead Test Kitchen. You get 10% off of your first month at betterhelp.com slash MTK. So if you're in need of a counselor and are seeking professional help, please check out betterhelp, that's H-E-L-P dot com slash MTK, and get 10% off of your first month today. Also, <laughs> keep in mind that failure to own it is failure to progress period. It's near impossible to make progress in a positive way if we don't own everything. Owning your shit is really tough because it can be one of the harder things to accept and to do. But being able to be the master of your own, uh, but being able to be the master of your domain and keep your side of the street clean because it's the only thing that you can control is one of the fastest ways to grow, evolve and get where you want to go faster. This again is where stay in your lane comes into play a lot. Mm -hmm. Um, as long as you stay in your lane and just focus on the things that you can control and the things that you actually have the power to change, you're good. Mm -hmm. Who gives a shit what that person's doing over there on Instagram? Who cares what your neighbor's up to? Focus on what you're doing. Keep working at it. And I guarantee goddamn to you, you'll get to where you want to be. Oh, it's, absolutely. It's that simple. It really is that simple. Don't, don't get caught up in the look at me game. And that's mm -hmm. so easy to do. It's it really so is. easy to do now. Especially with social media. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Social media. I love social media. Social media has been a great way for me to interact with other weirdos on the internet that I haven't been able to find in real life. <laughs> However, social media also makes us these envious fucking monsters. Mm. Because again, we see this much of what somebody wants you to see. You yep. can't live your life based on that. You wouldn't live your life based on 5% of something. No, Ever. like at all. So period. don't do it when it comes to social media. Yeah. If, if you go to the doctor and the doctor says, oh, well, you could choose this drug that's 75% effective or this one that's 5% effective, which one are you going to do? You're not going to do the fucking 5%. That's a joke. Right. It's the same thing. Don't buy into it. Don't fall into the trap. You're better than that. You don't need that garbage. Stay focused on what you can change and just keep moving forward. Another thing to like keep in mind too is like, the reason that it's important to talk about owning your own shit is that you like, yes, we're going to keep saying like the only thing that you can control is you, your reactions, all of that. But there's going to be situations that you don't like that you have no control over. Yep. The faster that you can accept that you don't have control over it or that relationship or that person. <laughs> yeah. Like boom, like mind blowing. I mean, a personal experience. I'm a control freak. 
Um, anybody that hangs out with me knows that I am, th- we are both, I love you because we are the same person. Our brain, our, we have three brain cells and they work, they rub together them. often. It's great. Um, but when you come into a really hardship situation, like, I don't want to bring up the hurricane, but the hurricane's an example that like works for this. Yeah. We didn't have a choice. Like you either survive or you don't, you do shit that you don't think you're ever going to have to do to survive. But you do it, and you live, and you keep moving forward, and you become a better, tougher person for it. Don't let adversity scare you. Adversity is outside your door every fucking day. It's just a matter of how you are going to handle it. I mean, let's let's be very real here. If you take a look through Twitter, if you take a five-second scroll on Twitter, you're going to see at least three things that are going to piss you off. Oh, God. That's just That's the I don't world. Check Twitter. <laughs> That's the world we're in right now. Everything is fucked. Um, but again, it's all how you leverage it and use it to move yeah. yourself forward. Shitty situations are going to happen regardless of whether or not you want them to. Yep. And nine times out of ten, they're fucking thrust on us with no prior warning. So yeah. you're ending up punting. Try to do the best you can with what you have to go forward. And if you can work ahead, do it. Because we yep. talk about this. Failure to plan is planning to fail. So think yeah. about it. If you don't have a training regimen in place or some way to keep tabs on your nutrition, how exactly are you going to know, A, what your body is doing for output, and B, how much you're putting how much and what you're putting into it. Yeah. Like if you don't know what your training is doing for your body or what your nutrition is doing for your body and then for your training. What's you the have, point? There's no point. <laughs> what is it's the literally, point? It's literally flying blind. Yeah. Like, okay, without a training plan in place, are you going to show up to the gym or wherever you work out and write out what you're going to do that day? I'm literally. I'm fucking not. I am literally the <laughs> only person I know that does that. Right. I've got to have it like I'll write it out, but for the next six weeks, yeah, I'm not going to show up day to day and write it out because then I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I will find an excuse to not go because, well, I don't have a fucking plan. Yeah. I don't have a plan. And so like, uh, now I got to take the time to write out my plan and then I got to go execute the plan. I'd rather have the plan and just go execute it. And yeah. And that's the other thing. You need to find a system that works for yeah. you. Like if you are, if you are an excuse maker, because we all are in some capacity, we all are. What degree, what degree are you of excuse maker? It really (laughs) depends on the topic for me, but, um, if you make excuses, then, then don't let yourself make it. This is exactly it. Catch yourself in your own bullshit. Call yourself out on it and say, you know what? I'm not going to fucking make excuses anymore. I'm going to write out my training a month at a time. And we'll go from there. And you don't even have to do it all in one day. If you want to take a couple of days and just do the week, the next week, yeah, it'll take you 20 minutes, maybe. Um, Who doesn't have 20? You had 20 minutes to watch The Circle on Netflix. You've got 20 minutes to write out a couple days of a workout plan or your plan for the next few days. We of the got week. rid of Netflix. I don't even know what's on Netflix anymore. I wasn't watching it anymore. Don't so watch rid The of it. Circle. It's it's trash, but oh. it's so good. <laughs> I love trash. <laughs> There's all, like, we've mentioned this before, but like, you've got to find what works for you yeah. and then just go with it. Just run with it in life, in your fitness journey in whatever. You've just got to figure yourself out. You've got to figure out your bullshit, call yourself on it, and then find something that you're going to stick to. 
Yeah, and we talk about we talk about trying things to find mm-hmm. out whether you like it. Like that's a really big component of fitness. Like I'm gonna lead that's like the first ten episodes of MTK, finding yeah. your, your soulmate workout. We talk about that. Try a bunch of things to see what you like because if you like it, then you're more likely to stick with it and not make excuses. Yeah. Because there are a million different ways to train out there. There's a different way to keep track of your nutrition depending on each person. There's yep. You know, a zil- we don't even use the same app. Like nope. <laughs> everybody has their own system. You just need to find which one works for you. What are just- you going to stick with? Yeah. There was a, a thing on the news the other night that was like, oh, what are the best diets for hot girl summer? I was like, the one you'll stick to. I literally screamed at the TV, the one you will stick to. Figure out what you'll stick to. Because if, you, if you're going to go with something that doesn't fucking work for you, you're not going to stick to it. You know that. Call your own bullshit. You know you're not going to fucking stick to it if you don't like it. I just, I have a lot of problems with the sentence that they, yeah, the, the right diet for hot girl summer. The right diet is any fucking it's, diet. It's hot girl every day. Yeah, dude. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't care. News, I don't care what size. I've seen smoke shows in a size two. I've seen smoke shows in a size 22. Yes, if you're yes, fucking ma'am. hot, you're fucking hot. And it doesn't matter what size you are. Nope. Like, this is exactly the shit that we need to dismantle in our culture. Fuck that shit. I'm going to... Yeah. Mm, uh, it's hot girl every day. And you don't is. need to go on a diet just because the season's fucking changed. No. Who gives a shit? You're at where you're at. Yeah. And again... <laughs> Do you, honey. <laughs> if, if you have a body and you're at the beach, you have, have a, a beach, beach body. body. You, if, you, if you have a body and you're in a swimsuit, congratulations. You have a swimsuit body. Yes. There is no fucking perfect blueprint for someone's body well i mean depending on what bullshit you read out there yeah. on the internet there is but in reality whatever whatever you're feeling good in is perfect rocket are you metabolically healthy are you happy with where you're at cool those are the only things that i ask people when they're yeah. like hey maybe i should lose weight okay how are you feeling do you, have you been to the doctor lately? Do you know yeah. if your cholesterol is good? Do you know, like you need to know those numbers. Being metabolically healthy is very, very, very important. And that does need to happen regardless of which body size you're at. Yeah. Because your body does need to be able to run efficiently and run properly so that you can live a happy, healthy life. Um, you don't need to be a size two at all. Fuck. No. I'm not. I don't even remember. I've I was, never I been a size two. The last time I wore size Ever. two pants, I was in middle school yeah I I don't think even in middle school I wore a size two like I can't even (laughs) fit one leg into the waist of size two pants at this point I don't I can't my thighs don't fit in an eight please I'm doing that weird thing where my bras are getting smaller but my pants are getting bigger so I mean glutes are the new boobs anyway so whatever right that is like that needs to be on a (laughs) t-shirt too we're just coming up with t-shirt ideas I am a fucking idea factory today damn (laughs) if you're not failing you're not growing yeah um, your losses, we say this a lot, but that's what that means. Your losses are just as important as your wins. And I want to focus on this again, because I think it's important to be able to realize and apply it to everyday life, let alone a fitness journey. You're going to fail. You are going to fail. Uh huh. You're going to fail mm-hmm. and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> Failing in the gym, like especially in the gym setting leads to all of those wins that we are always talking about. It's those snowflakes. If you don't fail at a certain weight, how will you know how good it feels when you finally hit that PR? Yeah. How do you know where you're at if you don't have failures to solidify that that's where you're at? Period. 
Like you don't know where you're at without the failures. And then this is the other thing about social media again, where you fall into the trap because you only see people's wins on social media. Right. Very rarely does somebody actually show you a fuck up on social media. I because, love fail compilations. Oh my God. They're so great. They like, I'm just like, Ooh, I've done that. Yes. Like the one where you're doing a box squat and the weight's too heavy and the weight just fucking, right. the barbell just yep. rolls over you're your like, head oh. and you think you broke your neck <laughs> with 185 pounds. <laughs> it's happened to me. It happened to me in a packed gym on like a Tuesday afternoon. You know what? I felt like a dumb shit for about 30 seconds. And then I looked around and said, nobody else in this gym is lifting weight this heavy. Fuck it. Right. Who cares? You know what? You're going to fail. I have failed so much shit. I failed college the first yeah. time I went for fuck's sake. If like, I had, if how I do, didn't how have, do you know where you're going to go if you exactly. don't fail? How, how do you know what goals to set if you don't have the failures to exactly. set the expectation for you? Yeah. Failures are expectation setters. They are. <laughs> I, I went the first time I went to college, I went for business school. What? Right? <laughs> All right. Because they were like, you know, it's the mid 2000s. They're like, yeah. gap year yeah. wasn't a thing then. It yeah. should have been. I wish it was because I would have taken one. By yeah. the way, if you have children that are getting out of high school and going into college and they want to take a gap year, let them do it. Yeah. Like they're being an adult at that age is fucking hella confusing and transitioning into the real world is real tough. Don't throw your kids to wolves like that. Our parents did it to us and it fucked us up enough that like, <laughs> here we are yeah. yelling at you. <laughs> yeah. So don't be that person. Um, but yeah, I went to business school the first time and I was there for six months and I failed out. Well, partially because my brother got sick during finals week and died, but I also wasn't doing very well before then because econ and I aren't friends. Mm. Why the fuck did I go to business school? Oh, because <laughs> somebody told me I should. And I thought that was the right <laughs> thing to do. So I failed out, realized it wasn't for me. And then went on to something that I did want to do that has turned into a fucking 13 year career. Like, mm-hmm. don't let your failures define you because they don't. No. Your failures don't define you. Your successes help define you. And they don't even completely define you. No. You can't have you can't have the successes though without the failure. No, not at all. Yeah. Like you get the success because you had the failure first. Yep. Period. Yeah. And owning your failures is powerful. When you figure out how to take something that blew up in your face and still turn it into something salvageable and productive, that shit feels great. Oh, yeah. Few things feel better than when you take something that blew up and are like, you know what? I can fucking make this work. And you do. Mm -hmm. That's just powerful. You want good self-confidence. You want better self-esteem. Take that fail and turn it into something else because then people can't say shit about it and you're holding your head up high. Yeah, that blew up, but... So what? I made it into this thing. I'm killing it. Don't let your failures define you. You need to own your fails. Move past the ouch, the embarrassment, the disappointment. It's all going to happen. It's okay. You're allowed to be mad. Mm -hmm. You're allowed to be disappointed. You're allowed to be sad. You're allowed to feel all of those feelings. Failing sucks when it happens and you don't, and you're not used to it. Yeah. Um, So feel everything you need to feel. Pick up your pieces, put the shit in the bag, and get back up that fucking hill. Yeah. Again, how many, that needs to go on the big, get your ass up the hill. Get back to healing yourself, getting stronger, growing, and being a better person. Yes. Period. Like, yeah. You, I feel like I, it took me a lot, one, it took me a long time to grow up, but, and I had to fail a lot to get to the grown up stage of my life. Grown up. But, right. I've, I, I had to do that by, like, actually doing inventory yeah not taking myself so fucking seriously because like we're gonna fuck up we're gonna fail we're gonna have 
all of the things that come along with life. You're going to get stuck sometimes. But are you going to stay stuck? Like, what's the point of staying stuck? Take your inventory, your inventory. It's yours. It belongs to you. Hold yourself accountable for the things that you have ownership over. Acknowledge it and then let it go and grow. Example. One time... I did a contest on the radio, and when you're on the radio, nine times, especially if you're doing a contest with phoners, you're live without a net. Yeah. You are yeah. to the wolves. <laughs> I fucked up, and it sounded stupid. I played the wrong hot button. It sounded dumb. I finished my caller, took their information, ended the phone call, killed the mic, and yelled the loudest fuck I've ever yelled in my life. The door was open. Everyone down the hallway heard it. I didn't care. It happens. If you've yeah. worked in a building with radio stations, <laughs> I guarantee you, you've heard somebody swear out of an open door studio right after they killed their mic mm-hmm. because they fucked something up. Mm-hmm. You know what? I felt like an idiot. Guess what? Five minutes later, nobody even fucking remembered. Right. Like, don't don't beat yourself up because life moves fast. Like, it yeah, comes it at you fast, but at the same time, everyone else is still moving at breakneck speed at this point. We go so fast mm-hmm. that if you fuck up five minutes ago... Who's going to remember? Do you even remember? Yeah. Like, I mean, unless, you, unless it's like hitting something with your car yeah. or hurting someone, yeah. they're not going to remember. Right. Don't let that eat you. Like, own it. Yeah. Take the ownership. But then you just like, poof. Coming from people that were paid to be perfectionists for so long, just let it slide, man. Yeah. It happens. Everybody fucks up. Guess what? If you have a really public job and you fuck up, it might be a little embarrassing, but you have a public job. Mm-hmm. Everybody else fucks up too. You know what? Right. I bet Fred didn't fill the fucking copier today and he got yelled at for it. You bet he felt bad for five minutes and everyone moved on because we're making copies. Exactly. Like, yeah. There are going to be like bigger monumental things because everybody's got those battle wounds. Everyone's absolutely. got those scars and like those... Those failures and that bullshit, like that, some things do take longer to grow from. Sometimes you are going to sit there in the suck, mm-hmm. but you're a human being. And at the end, you're fucking resilient. You're going to get up and you're going to keep fucking going because you're a powerful goddamn human being. And wallowing is totally, totally a normal response, by yeah. the way. If like if something happens and you catch yourself throwing a pity party, that's OK. We all yeah. do it. You're allowed to for a little while. Just don't make the pity party forever. Yep. Uh, that's hard to do there's, too sometimes. That's a conversation. I actually, there was a situation that happened a couple weeks ago and I sat in the suck for a little bit. It, it hurt my feelings. And when your feelings are hurt, it's a little bit, for me, it takes a little bit longer to get out of it. The other day I was by myself driving in my car and I was like, God, how long are you going to hold on to this for? You just got to accept that this is how it is mm-hmm. and let it the fuck go because I had my side of the street clean and that's all I can do. Yeah. I don't like it. It doesn't make me happy, but I've got to accept it for what it is and let the bullshit go. I, I, I owned my bullshit on my side of the street and then I had just had to let it go because I don't control anything else. Yeah. Don't, don't hold on to that garbage bag full of turds. Don't do it. Like don't. Don't don't get caught in in the feeling sorry for yourself all the time. Like if you have a garbage bag full of cat turds and you sit there and you hold it, it's just going to get stinkier and worse and it's going to be more vile and it's just going to be less enjoyable and le- like yeah. That your emotions are kind of the same like mm-hmm. they are. 
the more that you let them fester and just ignore them, the worse and worse and worse off you are. Don't do that. Yeah. We also, I feel like today, we're going to talk about taking an L because we've talked about failure. You know, sometimes you just have to take that fucking L. Yep. It happens. So we're going to talk about taking an L with grace. First of all, don't take yourself so goddamn seriously. Yeah. Which, and I feel like I coming from hard. me is very <laughs> contradictory, but I, this I is something. I may or may not have put that in there for you. I, <laughs> this is something I've been trying to work on. You're, do, a you're lot, doing great. A lot. Because I am my own biggest fucking critic mm-hmm. and I am relentless on myself. Thanks, mom. Um, but as humans, we're bound to fuck up. So sometimes you're going to be stuck. Take that inventory, do your inventory, be honest with yourself, because if you're lying to yourself, what's the fucking good? Yep. Lying to yourself does nothing. It does zero for your growth. Yeah. It does does nothing. Zero for progress. And then you're, you're blurring lines in your own brain, which is a dangerous territory because if you start lying to yourself about these things, well, you're going to start lying to yourself potentially about X, Y, and Z, and then boom, like yeah. you've lost your all sense of reality. Yep. Don't let that happen. Take your inventory, hold yourself accountable for the things that you do have ownership of, acknowledge it, and then let that shit grow and move on. Bye. Like Bye. you're, you're more power, powerful than you realize, like Every single person's got those battle scars. They're yours. They're your wounds. They're your scars. And all the other things that make you who you are. And they make you a fucking badass. Fuck yeah, they do. You are a survivor of the bullshit in your life. Yep. Like, don't ever fucking forget that. Your story is yours. All the bullshit you've been through to get to where you are is yours. But you've you've survived all that shit. Yeah. So, like, you're cool. (laughs) like you're not dead yet no like I that's that's something I tell myself a lot you know like if you have a bad day sometimes you have bad days a lot lately because just life is hard Mm -hmm. but it's like you wake up and it's like okay I'm not dead yet guess I'm gonna go try today (laughs) right (laughs) Right? like realize that everyone has shit in their compost pile everybody but without that shit you're not you wouldn't be who you are like you're a survivor of your shit and other people's shit no, your your story is that, yours, and it makes you who you are, and it makes you a badass, and if you've gone through tough times, everybody has at some point. Um, yeah. Our times might be a little tougher for some than others, but the way that I have learned to use that to move on, to help myself deal with it, while also shedding it, fucking throwing it in the past and mm-hmm. going forward, is to use it to teach people. Yeah. Um, for me, that is something that works really, really well. I don't talk about my mental health struggles or any of the shit to feel, have anybody feel bad for me. I don't want pity. I have had enough pity for myself for this department for long enough that I'm not looking for attention. I don't want someone to feel sorry for me. I want someone to be able to take my weird, fucked up, hard situation and be able to turn that into something that can help them with their Mm -hmm. daily life. That is my goal. And I feel like if you take that and use that as a way to make your fails more palpable, yeah, then do it. Absolutely. Because well, every failure, you learn something from every failure. Yes. Period. You do. Like that's, that's why I think that they're so important. And like being able to recognize that you're the one who failed. Okay. That's fine. Owning it allows you to be cognizant of the actions that led to the failure. And then you're able to hold yourself accountable mm-hmm. of 
their failures so that those failures or perceived failures, because they're not always necessarily actually a failure, you're right. just perceiving it that way. But then those don't turn into excuses to not do other shit in the long run. And that's the other thing, like a perceived failure. This is something that I struggle with a lot. When I think I fail something, Sasha will be like, what are you talking about? You still did the thing. It's just yeah. not 90, it's 95% how you want it, not 100. It's not a failure. And it's like, but I didn't do it exactly <laughs> how I wanted it. It's just not right. Then do it, this, then do it that way next time. Uh, At yeah. least you did the thing. Yeah, pick it up and move on. You'll figure you'll it out. Build you'll be on fine. It. Yes, absolutely. Don't like, let your failures define you and don't let them own you. You're better than that. You're more than that. And you deserve more than that. Period. Like, I'm like so glad that we did this episode today because like owning your own shit is super fucking powerful. Yeah. It's super powerful. Yeah. It was like a switch in my brain when I realized all I got to do is keep my side of the street tidy. And yeah. I got it. I got it. It can be difficult. It is. It takes a minute. If you're not there already, it does take a minute. It takes work. It does. It, you mean, you do have to work at it. But when you're able to accept that things are within your control and there are a lot of things that are not, mm-hmm. and you're able to come to terms with that, whether you like it or not, because you're not always going to like it, yep. you are fucking unstoppable. You can literally do anything, period. You can do anything anyway, but this is even more powerful. Once I was able to like practice that in my own life, like... I got a hell of a lot less angry. Yeah, there there is a lot of power that is held in being able to recognize that you failed, owning it, and then using that information to go forward. Yep. Like, if you... I feel like that's one of the most powerful things in life, honestly. Like, that has been one of the best life skills that I've picked up as a fucked up adult, um, <laughs> is to be able to own my failures and then use them to not fail again in the future mm-hmm. in that department. Hold yourself accountable. Everybody needs an accountability partner. If you're struggling in that department, email us. You can always yes. do that. Hello at meatheadtestkitchen.com. It comes straight to our phones. We check yes. it 24-7. So if you need help with something, let us hold your hand. That's what we're here for. We've been through the fucking ringer, physically, mentally, mm-hmm. with our nutrition, with our diets. Like, <laughs> I, we need to do an episode about dieting because I need to tell the story about how I lost hair. This is yeah. why diets are bullshit. Mm. Um, <laughs> but don't. Let that shit eat you. You don't deserve that. Sitting and dwelling on things that you did before, and this is hard for, this is as much for me as it is for everyone else, because I am one of those people that I am super anxious about everything all the time, so I'm that person that will just relive a social encounter that was awkward from five years ago and still be (laughs) embarrassed about it. Don't do that to yourself. You are not, you don't need to beat yourself up like that. You don't deserve it. And everybody fucks up. It's just whether or not you see if somebody fucks up. Yeah. Really. Like, we're all out here failing every goddamn day. (laughs) Let's be real. At some point in my day, I fail at something. Yeah. I forgot to feed the dog dinner the other night. That's a big L. But I I forget sometimes, too. You do. Like, you you forget shit. You you fail at shit. But you're always going to be growing from it. And you're a better person for it and all the shit that you've been through. And you are fucking kicking ass. We love you guys. Thank you so much for listening every single week. Um, Find us on social media. Meathead Test Kitchen everywhere except Twitter. (laughs) At MTK Staff. Um, Send us a message. Hello at MeatheadTestKitchen.com. If there's something that you want us to touch on, talk about, do a podcast about, send us an email. Slide into our DMs. TikTok us. We're on TikTok. Yeah. If you want to do that, I don't, I don't know how to do that duet shit, but if you want to do that <laughs> duet shit and do yeah. a workout with us, hit us up. Yeah, we're everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Meathead Sadie, 
Meathead Sasha, Meathead Test Kitchen, except for Twitter, <laughs> which we're all kind of leaving Twitter at this point anyway, yeah, I yeah. feel like. So it's just there. Bye, it's there Bye. if you need it. Yeah, <laughs> it's been nice. It was a good 10 years, yeah. but Peace. don't don't beat yourself up. You're awesome. We you can you. do any goddamn thing you set your mind to, even if it's hard. It might take a little longer. It might be frustrating. You might have slip ups, but you can do any fucking thing that you set your mind to. Yes, you can. Remember that when the bullshit's happening. Remember that. Keep that here 24-7. I am a fucking force, and I can do anything that I set my mind to. You got this. M2K. Out. Join Sadie and Sasha every Monday, helping to make your fitness and nutrition journey suck less. MTK. A Huda Media Production.